Sup YouTube and SoundCloud and Facebook and iTunes and Twitter. All platforms you should be following me on because I self-promote myself a lot. Sorry I haven't recorded anything in a while. I've actually been living life and doing Twitch streams. Yeah, that's about it. Anyway, have you ever been addicted? I know we've all gone through it. You've gone through withdrawals. Yeah. Has it ever been so bad that even though it'll hurt you, your friends, and your family, you still end up logging into Netflix one more time just to inject that next episode of your favorite series into you? Unfortunately, therapy is expensive and being addicted to the next season of Stranger Things probably doesn't count as a legal mental disorder. You are scrolling through Netflix and you see something that looks interesting to you. You watch the first episode and about 10 minutes later, it is the year, I would say probably like 3045. You're about 1048 years old and on the 8.8 .8 millionth episode of the show, and you're now disowned by all your current family members, but you don't regret it. You don't regret it at all. So you have watched all of Criminal Minds, Stranger Things, or 13 Reasons Why, and now you have to decide on whether you're going to become a Gallagher, join the FBI, hunt monsters, or commit suicide. College, you're my first tape. Netflix, you're my second. Some people ask me, why I don't watch TV or Netflix anymore. I tell them it's because I don't like watching TV, but the real issue is that as soon as I start watching something, I will not stop until I'm finished with it. I watched both seasons of Stranger Things in a matter of two days and all seven seasons of Shameless in about a week. Watching Netflix is like getting addicted to cigarettes, then quitting, then getting addicted again two weeks later. The only thing is you won't get cancer from it. This just in. Watching too much Netflix can give you cancer. A new study shows that watching Netflix, nothing else, just Netflix could possibly kill you. In other news, Trump tweeted something. Thanks, news. I had a weird dream the other day, probably after watching Netflix. That seems to be the reason of all my bad dreams. Anyway, I dreamt that I was back at school and for whatever reason, my cats followed me and I had to take them to my car. I know, super exciting. The thought of hell started to make me wonder, why can't people figure out how to use a microphone? All throughout high school, no matter what situation, if it involves some sort of amplification or de-amplification, that's a word, of the voice, it was always absolutely terrible. One example are school assemblies. First of all, they make every student go to these stupid gatherings that no one wants to, Teachers don't want it, students don't want it, and the people setting them up don't want it. Doesn't that make you wonder who's that one person who's like, We need to throw an assembly for no reason whatsoever. So you are walking to the assembly and you try to look for the best friend as you're walking. You and like 1500 other students are all moving their heads up and down and squinting trying to find their troublemaking buddies. So you realize that you don't have any friends, and you sit down somewhere in the corner of the gym, but not too close to the corner, but in that general direction. This is where the emos, geeks, and loners sit. That's where I was. They somehow managed to see like 4 million students, and the first thing you hear is... Welcome to the assembly. 
So now that you're bleeding out of your ears, they start dancing and bands start to play and it becomes extremely freaking hot, like air conditioning isn't a thing, and then it's over, like okay. What is even worse than getting your ears blown out is when people somehow manage to outsmart a microphone. They walk up to the mic stand, they look extremely confident, like they're going to say something awesome, and then... What? No, you're not working. <laughs>